episode 63 cover your balls overreaction monday slash tuesday we're doing it on a tuesday usually it's on mondays but gianni couldn't do it yesterday we're gonna put the blame on him aren't we sam oh yeah all so, on gianni. he has covid no he doesn't have covid he's but, in a critical condition no he that's not the case not the case oh. he uh, got the pfizer shot oh didn't sit well with him. Well, he, he was a big anti-vaxxer he for was. a while. He was a big um, anti-vaxxer. Because we, we first met Gianni from, I don't know if you remember, but Charlene, uh, I think Charlene Lewis, Lewis Brown, Brown from yeah. Greensback, Virginia, um, who famously, um, in an act of um, patriotism, uh, drove her SUV into a, a vaccine site or maybe a COVID testing site. I don't uh, I don't remember which. Um, but Charlene led us to Gianni, and he's finally, um, you know, he's turned his ways. He's got the vaccine. Yeah, he's Pfizer gang, he said. Pfizer gang. I'm I'm Pfizer as well. I'm going to have to get my booster here as um, soon as that's what they're telling me. The um, the Lambda, uh, I, I believe, has met up with the Delta, and they're talking. Um, nothing too official yet, but they could, um, and who knows, and that's going to lead to um, the next variant, who and who knows what that will be. the next variant BOFA. Yes. BOFA. Yes. Yeah, you don't want to get the BOFA. We saw what happened when you got BOFA, yep. you know, a few years ago. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, welcome in. Episode 63, Cover Your Balls. For those listening right now on Spotify or Apple, that's right. This is not on YouTube. Oh, yeah. We are going to do about... Fuck every, YouTube. Every, <laughs> they say we copyright everything. We don't. Oh, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Bunch of liberals. Sorry, didn't mean that. We're not talking about politics here today. What we are here to talk about is the NFL. We're not going to talk college football because we only do it when Ohio State's relevant and Gianni went to Ohio State when they played Oregon. They lost. Coincidence? I don't think, I think not. I mean, Gianni is the reason Ohio State lost to the Oregon Ducks. Simple as that. Not so, so fast, Mitch. Kent State football here, and let me bring it up real quick. Um, you know, for... Um, those of you who may be listening, Kent State's the far superior team. Um, we lost a close one to Texas A&M Week One, but we came out and destroyed VMI, uh, sixty to ten in flash fast fashion. Virgin Mary um, Institute. We will be waving at the terminally ill kids um, in Iowa in place of oh, the Iowa Hawkeyes. This GGs. Saturday. GGs. Yeah, we'll be waving it up to those sick kids. Um, and I'll tell you what, if Iowa wins, I. I hope I hope those kids never get better, Mitch. I, <laughs> I really do. Uh, so go go flashes, yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, I think I think if you beat Iowa there, that means you don't care about the kids. That's why Ohio State got thumped a couple no, years ago. No, uh, not by. If we win there, it means we care for the kids. Oh, really? Do you think the kids are there to see you, or do you think the kids are there just because they have to be there? Well, you know, um, if the kids were able to live long enough to see, um, you know, I guess an NFL quarterback bloom, they would see Dustin Crum um, from a Mac D1 football quarterback turn into a um, gold jacket owning Hall of Famer uh, one day. But unfortunately, they won't even, um, they probably won't even be around when he gets drafted uh, or signed. So it's a sad reality for those children. It is indeed. Yeah. They'll get better, though. Mm. You know, they're, they're going to get better. They're tough kids. Tough, smart, accountable, just like the football players, Cleveland Browns. Won. We'll talk about the Browns week one loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. But first, let's recap everything else in the NFL, and let's overreact a little bit because that's the best right. thing to do after the first week of a season, I think. No matter what, NFL is the best because it's the shortest season. 17 games this year opposed to 16 in our entire lives that we're used to. Sam, 
Let's first take our trip. And for those that are following along on our podcast page on Twitter at CYB Pod, we did put our book picks out there, but Gianni is not here, so we don't want to, you know, start talking about rankings, whatnot, this, that, whatever. But without further ado, let's head to the Peach State, Sam. Let's go to Atlanta, Georgia. The Philadelphia Eagles went to Atlanta. I believe the Falcons were minus three and a half favorites. And instead of winning by three and a half, they lost by almost 30. The Eagles walk away 32-6 in Atlanta. Quick takeaway from that game. Yeah, um, Jalen Hurts looks awesome. Uh, I took him, uh, his over touchdowns, uh, throwing touchdowns over, um, I believe, 20 and a half, 51-50, and he threw, what, three? Oh, he did throw three. 264, three touchdowns, eight incompletions the entire game, 27-35. I'm excited for Jalen Hurts. He looked awesome, Um, although it's the Falcons, so... Can't really say much. Yeah, I'm a little shocked Falcons couldn't score more than six points because the Eagles' defense we know last year was absolutely atrocious. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Nick uh, Nick Sirianni is uh, he's a D wizard, I believe. Nick D wizard. Nick D the D the D in Philly is strong. Yep, the D is silent, and well, it's the city of brotherly love, so the D is pretty loud. Um, and the, you know what? The Eagles proved that game one. Matt Ryan. Um, hang him up, pal. It's he looks good the first drive. The very first drive is like, okay, there's Matt Ryan. one drive left in him. He, he hit Calvin Ridley. He hit Kyle Pitts, by the way. Kyle Pitts is going to be a dude. Kyle, yeah. Kyle Pitts, I mean, listen. Well, he I looks know. like a receiver. It's not even fair yeah, to call him tight end. It's just, he's that's not. Cheap. Well, yeah. you know, you know, two years ago, he didn't win the uh, tight end award in college because he lined up as a wide receiver too Doesn't, much. He's a wide receiver. Yeah, he is. He is. He's a wide receiver. I, I want to know if he can block. I mean, he wasn't their leading receiver. It was Calvin Ridley with five catches of 51 yards, but... Yeah, Kyle Pitts is going to be a problem once they figure out who's going to pass the ball there. Once they figure out if they should even have an NFL team in Atlanta. I mean, I don't, Arthur Smith is not going to be any good. He only got hired because isn't the owner's name Arthur? Arthur yeah, Blank. Arthur Blank. Yeah, he only got hired because they had the same name. Well, for a while, I thought that Arthur Blank was just the new coach. So did I. Yeah. I'm not even lying. Like, you and I are. And I love Arthur Blank's look. I don't know if you're familiar with the look of Arthur Blank, but. he He's like. He's always in the sidelines, like Jerry Jones is. The but kiss he, of death. But he doesn't. He doesn't get involved like Jerry Jones. He's he's an owner that just is a football fan. Jerry Jones is just an incompetent old ass human being. He's like a vampire that can tan. Yeah, honestly, that's a really good. Although I will say his one mistake is he put Chick Fil A in the stadium. It, but like what for what? You can't even have it on Sundays. Yeah, and that's an emotional move. Because um, all the time I was at Cedar Point, um, I'll call it two weeks ago. And, um, you know, you're, you're back by the Maverick. You've got that, um, it's like the old-timey whatever. Um, and I saw Chick-fil-A. I was like, hell yeah. I can't wait to eat some Chick-fil-A. Boom. Sunday. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Had no clue. I don't even know the days of the week. Uh, that doesn't shout, matter to me. Shout out to Chick-fil-A. You know, through thick and thin, through everything this country's gone through, they remain true to their, their standards, and they don't open on Sundays. Give it up, Chick-fil-A. Uh, you know who did not remain true to their standards? The Buffalo Bills. Yeah. We go to Orchard Park in Buffalo. Uh, your kicker, Brandon Bass. Yeah, they looked awful. They Tyler looked Bass. Terror. Yeah, Brandon Bass played basketball. My bad. Tyler Bass. Uh, ben looked Roethlisberger. Great. You would have thought with the Steelers winning, would lit it up. Looked awful. 188 yards passing, one touchdown. Yeah. Well, I took his but, over. But if he if he only did that, that obviously Tom. means Najee Harris had a great game. Oh, 16 nope. carries, 45 yards. Yeah, they have no Their uh, offense no is terrible. Line. But apparently the Bills offense just forgot how to play football. I mean, listen, the Steelers' defense is legit, but Josh Allen, you can't do what you did after the year you had last year. Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, I saw like a, a stat today, and some you know probably Bills fan tweeted out, 
you know, the Bills' offensive production last time they played the Steelers was, like, about the same, but they looked awful. Um, they don't have a running game. They can't really stop the run. Um, and I, they're, I think they're really one-dimensional. And, you know, you got Stephon Diggs. I guess you can call Cole Beasley a, like a good receiver, a they, good they second signed, receiver. They signed Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, I, I know he's old, yeah, but it's still like. Gabe Davis is great. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders. I think the Bills will be all right. I'm not going to overreact to the Bills. Um, I still think they'll be a very good football team, but I don't think the Bills are as good as everyone thinks. They, I don't think yeah. the Bills could win a Super Bowl. No. Um, I don't think they're going to make it to the AFC Championship. I think the Chiefs are better. Um, I think I, I think the Browns would beat the Bills. Right. If the Browns went to, into Orchard Park in New York, or Orchard, New York, I would have no worries. Yeah. Not, not, and yeah. we'll touch on the Browns, like I said, later in the show, but I would have absolutely nervous. no worries. I, I don't even know if I would. I think we would beat the Bills. Um yeah, I mean, I mean that being said, I, I'm not going to continue, you know, bash on the Bills. I like the Bills. Yeah, I, 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 just I don't like think, the Bills too, but I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender. Um, are the Steelers? A lot of people. A lot of when you talk no. about overreactions, a lot of people all of a sudden no. say, "Oh, look at the Steelers." It's it's like okay, right? No. Their defense is the reason they won that game. I yeah. mean, your quarterback passed for 188 yards. Well, look at Big Ben. You know, you're going to play. You're not going to do that to the Chiefs. Um, maybe you do it to the Browns. I don't know. Uh, I don't think you do it to the Browns. Uh, but I don't know because the Browns can run. You're not going to be able to. Yeah, you're not going to exactly. That's where the Bills like you have absolutely no run game. Absolutely no None. run game. You're running. You're Your running one running back horrible. ran for negative yards. It's horrible. Um, and the Bills aren't going to win a lot of games doing that. I, you know, I'm not going to say that the Bills are going to miss the playoffs when uh, that went to no. AFC East, but they got to figure that out. They need a running back, or, or they're in trouble. Josh gonna, Allen can't be your running back. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Josh Allen. He's going to get hurt. Uh, he was nine, running around nine, back there. Uh, yeah. Nine carries, 44 yards. He was, Yeah, he was taking some hits. He's a big guy, but, you know, that'll wear on you. So good luck to the Bills. Um, it wasn't fun watching the Steelers do that. I, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Um, but seeing the Steelers' defense and T.J. Watt do what he did to Josh Allen, I was like, ooh, that that scares me big time. Uh, yeah. T.J. Watt's very scary. And he, he can, you know, he'll end your season um, just like that. Yeah, TJ Watt, very good player. Sucks he's on the Steelers because we hate the Steelers. But Steelers moved to one and zero. Game I didn't think they had a chance to win, but their defense is going to be the reason they're good. And people that think the Steelers are going to suck, you're morons. They've never sucked. The Steelers have truly never sucked. Like Mike Tomlin's never had a losing record in the season. I don't know why you think it's going to start now. Like yes, Big Ben's QBR was twenty eight and a half. Okay, but. Their defense is going to win them a lot of games this year. And Big Ben is still competent enough to take advantage of the bad teams. Speaking of bad teams, I thought one was going to be in Cincinnati. One was in Cincinnati. It just wasn't the team I thought. I thought I thought the Bengals were actually going to get smoked. Um, I mean, they didn't smoke the Vikings, but... Well, they didn't smoke the Vikings, but the Vikings looked extremely abysmal. Yeah, I should have locked in Mike Zimmer first coach to be fired. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I mean, the Bengals beat the Vikings 27-24 in overtime. Their rookie kicker, uh, McPherson, drilled that kick to win the game. First off, uh, Jamar Chase, he could he could see the ball. Yeah. He caught a nice bomb, uh, almost a mere Hard image of the national championship from Joey Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow, 261, two touchdowns in his first game back since he suffered the torn ACL last year. Uh, I believe that was like week 10. So good to see him back out there. I mean, look, I know they're in our division, but I like Joe Burrow a lot. Uh, Joe Mixon, Sam, your uh, favorite player in the NFL, 29 carries for 127 yards and a touchdown. 
Yeah, um, I mean, he hit him in the second half. He he went uh, he went off. Didn't have much in the first half, but they got the lead. They're able to give him more carries, um, and he's staying healthy. He looked like a really good, looked like one of the best running backs in the league because that's what he is. Um, if he can be healthy, that dude's a horse. Yeah, it's weird because I heard about Dalvin Cook being a top three running back according to some listeners in the ball pit. He only had sixty one yards rushing on twenty carries. Yeah, and uh, I I would you know really look at Kirk Cousins there. Um, I know what he had passing wise. But first of all, they played the Bengals. Um, they had a ball a whole lot, but the, he, he didn't do anything with it. Um, he no. can't throw it that far. He's not very fast. You know, I never understood why Kirk Cousins was like, pay, you know, pay Kirk Cousins. You want to talk about average quarterback, right, right. right on the border of below average average, and you look in the dictionary, it's Kirk Cousins. You're a moron if you, if you think that, because Kirk Cousins was an average quarterback his whole career. So if you're calling Baker Mayfield, you know, an average quarterback, I... In football terms, you're a moron. Like I just don't know what you're seeing from the tape, uh, from the accuracy that he can provide. Like that's they're different quarterbacks. Like he might not be a Patrick Mahomes. Um, Most people aren't a Patrick Mahomes. That's true. uh, Believe it or not. Um, But you know maybe he can be. um, uh, (laughs) You know I'm not even gonna say TB ask, but you know game manager. Ish, you know, accurate quarterback ish, where you don't you don't need him to be Patrick Mahomes. You have people around him, um, and Kirk Cousins is completely abysmal. Joe Burrow's as somebody um, oh, who could lead a team to a championship. Absolutely, yeah. I, I would not take Kirk Cousins. There's two quarterbacks in the in the NFL, in my opinion, that are extremely overrated, overvalued, overhyped, and Kirk Cousins is one. The other one played on Monday Night Football last night, and his name is not Lamar Jackson. Um, we'll talk about that game yes. here in a second, but. Uh, Cousins threw for 351, two touchdowns. They still lost. I mean, it seems like Mike Zimmer's on the hot seat over there. It seems like Kirk Cousins is on the hot seat. And for those people out there in the ball pit listening to this right now, or maybe you're new to the show and you're not in the ball pit, that's what we call our little fan section since we're here to cover your balls. But thank you for tuning in. That's what we're here to do. If you think Kirk Cousins is better than Baker Mayfield, you're wrong. So sit down, sit back, kick your feet up, grab an an alcoholic beverage. If not, grab a Kool-Aid jammer. Have a water. And let us cover your balls because you're absolutely wrong. Kirk Cousins is nowhere near Baker Mayfield. And I mean in a bad way. Just quit being Kirk, an idiot. Kirk, yeah, quit, be, quit being an idiot. Kirk Cousins sucks. And that's all there is to it. Vikings fall to 0-1. I think they're the team that uh, a lot of people thought, oh, with Jefferson and Thielen on the outside and Cook in the backfield, that's a team that can make some noise. No, yeah, they can't. Thielen they're, was good four years ago. Well, I mean, he, he did score their touchdowns receiving-wise. Yeah, I mean, but he's going to score the touchdowns. Justin Jefferson's going to get all the yardage. If that makes sense, you're just when you're pinned back at the twenty, you're going to throw the ball to Jefferson all the way down to the ten, and then Thielen's going to be your goal line guy. That's how it's going to go. I'm not a moron. Yeah, I mean, Thielen's good. I'm not, you know, but Jefferson didn't have a good game though. He really didn't. Five catches, seventy-one yards. I mean, I don't know. It's one game though. I'm not going to overreact to that. I think he's a phenomenal wide receiver. He broke a lot of records as a rookie. Almost broke Randy Moss's record. So. And then here, uh, here's what we'll do. Um, we'll blow through a couple of games that weren't too. Yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson, what, four first-half touchdowns? Yeah, that was a gimme. That was, um, anybody that picked the Colts, welcome back to the show. We're here to cover your balls. You're a moron for picking yeah. the Colts over the Seahawks. That was a lock and a half. Seahawks minus three and a half versus the Colts. People, Carson Wentz is their quarterback. I'm shocked he made it through the whole game. I mean, enough is enough. Let's not keep on saying Carson Wentz is going to be a good quarterback. I've been telling my friend Steve this for about two years. Carson Wentz sucks. He's terrible. He sucks. He was unbelievable for 11 games. I loved watching him. Uh, that was, 
you know, I, I was able to um, enjoy a new perspective in football as my Browns went 0-16, and, and as my good friend Steve's um, yeah. Eagles went on to win the Super Bowl. Um, it was, and of course, um, you know, the Patriots were back. So it was very cool seeing Carson Wentz um, play like that for a while, but he's awful. Um, Jaguars, Texans. Oh, my God. Bad, the wow. toilet bowl. But, I mean, I didn't see that coming. Not that bad. No. Not that bad. Ur- I guess Urban really is going to be that bad of a head coach. Uh, well, um, we can talk about this later, but Urban apparently already is reportedly interested in the USC job that just opened up yesterday. I'm not going to believe that's I could that's see like it. a gimme. I could see it. You know, as soon as he gets fired and you're like a you know, you know a sports journalist, you're you're um, you know you're fiddling with your uh, with your skin flute. As soon as you see the USC coach <laughs> gets fired, you're like, oh oh, the Texans just beat the Jaguars 37 to 21. Like let's that's an alley oop. I'm not going to believe that story. I think that's um, complete farcery. I don't even know if that's <laughs> a word. Um, rest in peace, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, that's dude, awful. That like, come on. Yeah, that's just sad to Taylor see. Taylor Heineke season in Washington. You really hate to see that. Um, I like Heineke. Uh, I, I do too. But I mean, yeah. I love Fitzmagic. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? And that will probably be it from Fitzmagic. You know, I'm not his. Um, I guess I'm not himself. Um, but I would call it with the, I mean, it sounds like he, he just about lost a hip. Um, and I think he only have one hip. I don't know. Um, if it's, I, I guess may who, who knows? Maybe he can come back with a, you know, a pelvis surgery. I don't know. Um, the chargers didn't look that, uh, it's a great defense. So who knows? Uh, I, I know it's a great defense, but I think I know where you're going to go with that. They didn't look that impressive to me. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't I just, I, well, we'll see. Like I said, listen, it's week one. We're, we're supposed yeah. to re-overreact right now. Yeah. People That's what this episode's for. Just like, I think that we, we don't need to talk about the Jets and Panthers. That was just the current Jets players versus all the former Jets players. And that yeah. was just a shit show. Well, hold on here. The Panthers, I would say they shine pretty good. Um, because you know what they did? They put up 16 points in the second quarter. Um, you don't really need to, you know, keep on pouring it on, play conservative, um, do whatever. The defense played great. Um, Zach Wilson looked all right. I mean, Darwin looked pretty good. I thought Wilson looked terrible. Uh, between him and Lawrence, I mean, for being the first two guys taken, they looked terrible. I mean, he went 20 for 37. That's, that's pretty good. I mean, his, his name's not Baker Mayfield, so I would say – um, Zach Wilson, A plus. Yeah, his name is all. His name has been compared to Patrick Mahomes, though. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's pump the brakes on that one. We don't need to overreact to that one. He's not Some the next Patrick Mahomes. Really, just bright sports minds out there in the universe. Yeah. Um, let's. We don't need to talk about what happened in Detroit either. Well, no, we do because Dan Campbell is one hell of a coach. Yeah. Okay. Listen. We'll, we'll, that we'll run game looked great. It did. You're not wrong. The run game looked phenomenal, and I'm not gonna give him all the credit. You, you gave you gave me the text when it was 31 to 10. Because I had texted you earlier that morning saying, hey, listen, that eight-and-a-half cover looks mighty, mighty enticing. And you said, no, Mitch, no, no. Got to tease it. You did say tease it, but you, you weren't taking eight-and-a-half. And I, I told you, I said, my gut tells me with Dan Campbell up there, I think they'd cover eight-and-a-half. That's bullshit. 31-10. to 10, I thought, wow, thank God I didn't bet. Uh, but the Lions come roaring back. They score uh, 23 points in the second half after being down 31-10 at halftime. Um, they cover. That's all that matters. They covered. They lost 41-33, but you're right. Deion, uh, the uh, rushing, or just the, the running backs in general, were solid. Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift. DeAndre, I believe. Um, yeah. Hawkinson looked good. Hawkinson's a dude. Yeah. TJ Hawkinson's a dude. New hairdo. Uh, yeah. I liked the new hairdo. Real long hair. I wasn't sure if it was him or not. 
Uh, that's gotten real, real wavy. But who knows? The Lions could win a few games. I think they. I think they're going to be better than the, what they people think they are. Yeah, especially guess, because they're coach. Yeah, I, th- I think Dan Campbell. He's a pleasant surprise. Um, I mean, he's metal. Football is metal, and you know Dan Campbell. If you look up the definition of of metal, it is Dan Campbell. Um, and I guess we'll get roll right into um, the Lions. Might be the Packers twice. Um, this well, year, well, they play this week. Yeah, Monday Night Football. We'll find yeah. out quick. We'll pray. Actually, pray for the Lions. Um, take the Packers spread. Um, let's touch on the Packers. I know that's a four o'clock game, but let's touch on them too because the Packers. Th- this is the game that probably shocked me the most. I don't know if it shocked you the most, but I, you could have had the Saints winning. But if you would have told me they were beating the Packers by thirty-five, I would have told you you're full of shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I threw this in in like a four o'clock teaser, and unfortunately, I was on the wrong side. Um, with what had happened, I was like Packers plus three. Thanks for the, you know, thanks for the lock. Free money. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, th- I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Rodgers retires today, um, <laughs> to be honest with you. Is he sabotaging the Packers on purpose? I He might be. Because I, I, I saw a tweet from PFF, and it was like, um, so if you just, like, every snap you took, if you just threw the ball directly into the ground, your um, QBR would be like a 34.2. And Aaron Rodgers was like a 32. It was two points below that, so I, I he could have thrown the ball into the ground every every play and gotten a better rating um, than what he did. I didn't watch that game a lick. Um, our, our team was playing, that's why. Yeah, and it, <clears throat> I, I couldn't have cared less. Yeah, um, I had no clue, honestly, that was happening to the Packers. I was so engulfed um, in oh, that fabulous game. Yeah, I did. well, I knew because of my fantasy team, Aaron Jones, nine yards. You pathetic son of a bitch, nine yards rushing. Are you kidding me? You're the reason I lost week one. Single-handedly. Matt nine LaFlame. yards. Nine freaking yards. Out. You bum. Uh, but no, uh, Jameis Winston, early MVP candidate. Yeah. Five touchdowns. Well, I don't understand how you have five touchdowns, 148 yards. Because all his touchdowns were like inside the 10-yard line. And yeah, one of them was like a 50-yard bomb. Um, so interesting. I'm looking at their, their rushing right now. Fabulous rushing. I mean, he Matt LaFleur got outcoached. Um, the Packers got outplayed to um, Aaron Rodgers. Looks like an embarrassment. Yeah. Um, I can't even. I, I'm not even. I'm usually an Aaron Rodgers guy. I root for the Packers. I like Rodgers, but um, I don't. I think I'm out on Rodgers. I think I'm not going to root for him this season. Um, I I don't that he looked like a shell of a man. I know that that picture is going around. Yeah. That even look. He looked like Arthur Blank. I thought it was Arthur Blank. Um. <laughs> No, it was Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron, I don't know. Um, I don't think you're listening to this. I believe your fiance or whoever does. Um, why do you get, yeah, why don't you get a hold of Aaron? Um, talk to you know, talk some sense into him. I don't know if he wants to play. Um, Dolphins, Patriots. That game went exactly how you thought it yeah. would. Low scoring, boring. Who cares? Patriots should have won. Yeah, Damian Harris can't hang on to the football. Yeah, should have won. Um, and even if he didn't fumble, I would have still lost my fantasy game by two points, so that's okay. Um, the fumble was good with me. Or I don't know if maybe you could have gotten more carries. Um, so now that I think about it, hey, Damien, why did you hold on the ball more? Um, <laughs> Another game we don't care about happened in New York. Uh, Broncos beat the Giants 27-13. Uh, I'm going to go on record and say right now, Danny Dimes, your career is over. After yeah. this year, you'll yeah. be uh, shocker. This year. Sh- shocker, he fumbled again. He's uh, awful. He, he's good for one fumble a game. Saquon, extremely underwhelming return. I have to find this stat. Um, I heard it. He, I think he has a. I think he has. I'm not even exaggerating. Um, I believe he's fumbled the ball 150 times, <laughs> which 
it is an exaggeration, but it's somewhere around but no, there. To be honest, I believe there's a stat that's almost points to he's fumbled almost every single game of his career. I think he has. I mean, uh, it, it, it's 29 fumbles in 25 career games. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, hold on to the ball. And the, the trip after, you know. Uh, oh, against the Eagles last year or two years ago. Which year? I don't know. I know what you're talking about, where he was wide open. Yeah, that was, that was last year. Um, when did he get drafted? Like, super eighth. High. He got like eighth overall. For the Giants. And he, they could have gotten him like in the second round. Oh, yeah. Nobody was yeah. talking about Daniel Jones. Nobody Dave, knew who he Dave was. Dave Gettleman quits your job, pal. He's never going to release that. Uh, but, uh, Bron- Broncos. And get, get rid of Saquon Barkley ASAP. Because he's going to be. 26 yards for Barkley. I don't he, I don't think he'll have a career if he's on that team very much longer. I don't think longer. so either. Yeah. Uh, Broncos, though, looked pretty impressive. Teddy Bridgewater. If Teddy Bridgewater plays like that all year. They're going to be a tough team to beat. If he doesn't turn the ball over, they're going to be a tough team to beat. He Although doesn't turn the ball over. They lose, uh, and he's also he also covers. Teddy covers is what yeah. they call him. Um, but uh, Jerry Judy out for four to six weeks, the high ankle sprain. We'll have to see uh, if Hamler or I Sutton think... steps in there. Um, they also have Noah Fant, a tight end I really like. I think he's underappreciated, but uh, enough on that one. Well, you know what? Let me – Javante Williams looks so good. He caught uh, one pass for negative four yards, um, and then 14 carries for 45 yards, 3.2 average. So what a steal. Um, if you got him in fantasy, I'm sure he's going to be really, really good. Yeah, yeah, I I would go pick him up right now with your first waiver wire claim. Nope, he's our. Oh, I, oh, I can't. Um, you know what? I almost went two and zero in fantasy this week. Um, I should have gone two and zero. I actually I thought. Um, I had texted one of my opponents. I I thought I had the win in the bag. Um, I had a few beers during the Browns game. Um, I don't know who on my team scored. I think it was just Kyler Murray. Uh, I have Kyler Murray. He scored a hundred times. Um, and there we go. The Titans looked yeah, awful. Yeah. Tight. I mean, okay, here, here's my thing with the Titans. Uh, a lot of them did not play in the preseason. You added Julio Jones. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what people expected out of him. And, and for uh, a good friend of the show, Brandon Ranke. Yes. Asking why Derrick Henry is not getting ridiculed anymore. Saying, oh, Derrick Henry is the Titans. Why did he have such a bad game? Um, it's as simple as this, Sam. This is why we're here to cover people's balls. Uh, when you're down 17, or I'm sorry, when you're down 24 to 6, uh, you're not in a position to run the ball. Yeah, it's tough. You have to get the pass. It would be tough. Especially when they score 14 more points in the third quarter to make it 38 to 6, 38 13. Like you're not, you're not going to run the ball. And also, their offensive line is terrible. Chandler Jones, five sacks. Like, I mean, I, I just don't know. Like, sure. Michigan, cool. man. Derek Henry, Taylor 58 yards. Yeah, Taylor Lawan, bum. Imagine going to Michigan and playing football. Scrub. It's yeah. um, a good idea. Derrick Henry, 17 carries, 58 yards. I just don't know what people wanted out of him. He's not a receiving back. We know that. He's ran for 2,000 yards back-to-back years. But, like, you don't run the ball when you're down 38-13. Well, at one point, he did have 10 carries for 10 yards. It was bad. Right. But, like I also said, they were down 24-6. to six. Like, you're, that's still not – what happened last year when they were, when the Browns went up 35-7? Like, they didn't run the ball. Now, did we stop them? Yes. Give credit to the Cardinals. They stopped him too. But – yeah, that's what happens. That's what I mean. It's just, he acts like Derrick Henry's a scrub. Like, no, he's not. He back to back two K yard yards in in two straight years. He's not a scrub. I just I don't know what uh, Brainer Ranky Kyler Murray two eighty nine four touchdowns one pick. Um, phenomenal fantasy numbers. I'm not gonna lie. Phenomenal fantasy numbers. Uh, I would not be shocked if they go zero and six in the division. I, I'm just not a Kyler Murray guy. He's got to prove it all season long for me. That's the that's one reaction I'm not gonna have. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't know. I think that's a horrible reaction, Mitch. You got their defense is incredible. Uh, names like Buda Baker, Jordan Dix, Isaiah Simmons, Chandler Jones. 
Uh, may I say J.J. Watt, um, Zayvon Collins. Uh, I'm not going to act like I really know any of these other names. Uh, Isaiah Simmons, if I didn't say him already. Um, and then you yeah. got guys like DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe you've heard of him. Um, and you got, of course, Tyler Murray. I think that the Cardinals are going to be a pretty good team. And I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they win that division. Um, I think the Cardinals are going to surprise a lot of people. Now, who knows? Cliff Kingsbury, I'm not a big fan of, so we'll see when they play a real team. Uh, the Titans, newsflash, Julio Jones hasn't been good for about five years yeah. now. Um, he's another one of those guys like Cam Newton, uh, Carson Wentz, who, who you know you, you fall in love with him, and Julio Jones is a Hall of Famer, don't get me wrong, um, but not anymore. It's time to hang him up. Titans... I guess they'll make the playoffs. They will. That division, that division is, is terrible. Yeah, they're going to win their division still. Like, the Colts aren't going to beat them. They're going to be fine. It's week one. Um, but uh, I don't know. Like, Ryan Tannehill's coming off COVID. He struggled. Um, people coming off COVID suck. Like, we saw it last year firsthand with Miles Garrett. He, he struggled for a few weeks. Um, Tyron Matthew didn't play for the Chiefs because he just came off COVID and said he didn't feel right. So, I mean... It's like people don't even pay attention if you still are like, go oh, coach Movin. It's like, look what it does to pro athletes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's real. It's a real thing. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, it's just. It's just it, Cardinals looked phenomenal offensively. I just want to see it because I think the team in that division, and Gianni's not here to talk about them, it, it, the Rams. You want to talk about a team that impressed me the most in week one? It was the Rams. Sunday Night Football. My God, Matt Stafford's second pass was like, what, a 60 yard touchdown pass? Yeah. And, um, and they just took off. I mean, they looked. Incredible. 34-14. Yeah, I think they're definitely... um, I'm not going to call them the team to beat. Um, There's the team to beat. I think the Rams are going to win the NFC West. Um, I think they're going to compete with the 49ers. I love the NFC West. Um, Best division in football. It's not even close. Not even close. Uh, The AFC is super top-heavy, but the NFC is solid all around. Um, anybody out of the NFC can win it, and only, I would say, two teams. Um, two or three teams that could win out of the AFC. And that's if I'm, honestly, if I'm being PC after week one. I don't even know if I want to talk about the Browns game. I've talked about it enough, like thought about it enough. No, we got to for the pod's sake, but I yeah. will say this. Uh, Matt Nagy is a dead man walking right now if Justin Fields is not named the starting quarterback in a few weeks. Uh, Andy Dalton, have yourself a day, kid. 27-38, 206 with a pick. 34, we'll round it up, say 35 QBR. Uh, Justin Fields, like, yes, okay, he threw two passes. QBR is almost 80. But the offense just looked better with him in there. Um, I don't know what they're waiting for. If Andy Dalton has a naked picture of Matt Nagy's wife or maybe uh, the Bears owner or maybe he kidnapped their dog. I don't know what it is, but Andy Dalton, you want to talk about a guy way past his prime. His prime was about four years ago in Cincinnati when they continued to not win playoff games. Um It'll be interesting to see how long before field starts because I think it's inevitable. He will be the starter here for the Chicago Bears eventually. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're if you're just – I don't know why you have Andy Dalton in there in the first place, but for him to go do that, what he did on Sunday, it's like just just play fields. Like, yeah, the, the, I mean like – may- That's not going to ruin like a rookie quarterback. Like what, what, what could ruin a quarterback – is if you you know you keep on revolving coaches you yeah have, you know can't find them a system kind of like four coaches in four years yeah like go show you know go let Justin Fields play and if if you see him under Matt Nagy and he's like this isn't you know that cool then you know to fire Matt Nagy or Matt Nagy like you've known that for about uh, two or three years yeah. now 
Um, he's kind of like me. I can't get over my ex-girlfriend. Um, that double doink. Um, he's not gotten over that double doink. No, he keeps on thinking doink. about it. And he's not going to be able to progress. Um, so Matt Nagy, reach out to me. Um, we'll go through this together. Yeah. Um, and who knows? Maybe your next coaching job put me on your staff. Um, if we can get through this together, we could win a Super Bowl. Um, so let me know, Matt Nagy. Uh, good luck to the Rams. I don't really care about the Bears. Gianni Capuano is probably ecstatic on Sunday. Um, we didn't touch the Thursday night football game. That went about as expected an absolute offensive shootout between the Bucks and Cowboys. We don't need to talk a lot about that because huh. Cowboys uh, we, plus eight, mortal we, lock. We, we know the Bucks are going to win that division. We know the Cowboys defense is non-existent, uh, which is probably why they will not win the NFC East. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Dak obviously has to be front runner for comeback player of the year. If he stays healthy, uh, they have a lot of weapons, but Zeke extremely underwhelming per usual. It sucks to say that as an Ohio state fan, but um, I'll let you say anything there and then we can move on. Yeah. Again, um, there's been kind of a, a theme throughout this um, NFL recap. And there's a lot of guys that were good about three or four years ago. Um, and Zeke quickly, quickly fizzled. And I kind of, I kind of saw that coming. I didn't really think yeah. he was all that um, in a box of rocks at Ohio state. He was great. Um, really, really great. I just didn't see, I didn't see that like that trans um, transcendent yeah. like NFL talent. He had it when they had a really really like Dallas had a Hall of Fame offensive line um, when he was a rookie when he was a sophomore whatever. Um, they don't have that anymore. He can't really make much of it on his own. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And you know, I heard all this talk. Oh, he thinned down. He lost a lot of weight. That's cool, but he still just couldn't rush. Um, and sure, yeah, he went against the Bucks, number one rush defense in football. Sure, yeah, well, shocker. Sure. Tom Brady has another top ten defense. Like, oh wow. He's Col- good, colored, me, colored me shocked there. Tom Brady with a top 10 defense. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, what, what, what if he gets eight rings? What are you going to, are you going to keep up this act? Because at this point you're getting as stale as a Baker Mayfield hater. I, I mean, it's just, he has never won without a top 10 defense. Prove to me. You don't need a top 10 defense to win. Just prove it. You can't. He never Mahomes. has. Never has. What? Mahomes. What about Mahomes? Top 10 defense. Did he? Did he? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I just think about Breeze and Manning and... Top 10. Breeze and Manning. Flacco. Quickly. Probably be- top five. Be- before we talk about the Ravens, uh, Brandon Ranke says Joe Flacco is a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's... Is that one of the worst takes you've heard? It, that... that <laughs> I don't know if that's a serious take. Oh, no, uh, it is. But... It is. He thinks, he thinks Joe Flacco is a Hall of Famer. Um... I would have to really look into his stats before I would discredit him enough to get into the Hall of Fame. I, I don't think there's any way in hell um, Joe Flacco would even sniff the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, Joe, Joe Flacco should never be able he'll to... He'll be voted st- upon. Don't get me wrong. He will be put in like... Well, yeah, by Baltimore gonna, writers or somebody. Right, but he's yeah. not going to make it into the Hall of Fame. No me. shot. No shot. Trust me. I'm from Canton, Ohio. Um, you know, I kind of... I, I know how these things run around here. We are the Hall um, of Fame. Yeah, Joe Flacco's not getting a gold jacket. We don't want him in Canton. Oh, hell no. Um, no, maybe he's not a league. Maybe in, in Ashtabula, where Brandon's from, maybe they want Joe Flacco Well, you know what? Something that's cool is like um, every single player that's played at least one snap, I think, um, in the NFL, they have an archives um, in the Hall of Fame. So yeah. Joe Flacco, I mean, his Super Bowl ring, you can't take Joe Flacco's phenomenal career away from him, his his storied career. Um, you know, just a kid from Delaware, Delaware State. Yeah. Um, yeah, his storied career. Where being I, a, I think Joe Biden was senator yeah. um, at the time where he was sniffing little girls' hair and calling um, people of color predators. Um, uh, but, yeah, I wouldn't say Joe Flacco um, is a Hall of Famer by any means. Not not even close. But that might not be the most outrageous take Brandon no. Ranky has had. Uh, so let's talk about Flacco's old team, the Baltimore Ravens and the 
Las Vegas Raiders in their official home opener on Monday Night Football last night. Official meaning fans were allowed in. Uh, place looked bumping. Bruce Buffer introduced them. Uh, you had the Al Davis uh, torch lit on the one side of the end zone. Monday Night Football was there. Uh, Lamar Jackson, who's an electric player. Uh, before the game, Brandon Ranke told me he thinks the Las Vegas Raiders, he guaranteed they win last night, which they did because Lamar Jackson can't hold on to a football. He must have been hanging out with Danny Dimes too much. And then second, he he also said the Raiders are going undefeated this year. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's not a serious take. Uh, it, it, um, it is. You know, I don't, I don't know if Brandon Ranke uh, must not be a serious guy um, if he's launching he, things out like he that. He claims he's a talent evaluator. Like in all, I, I have the text. He, he claims he's a talent evaluator, uh, which is why he thinks Josh Proctor for Ohio State is a phenomenal secondary player who also has just gotten burnt every play this year and then broke his leg, which Brandon was happy about. Let's see. Um, yeah, so Brandon Ranky was telling me my fancy team was horrible, all this and that. And here we go. We're, we put up, I think, two of the highest scoring teams. If yeah, not two you guys had a great teams. game. Great game. Um, I said, you know, two, two of the highest scoring teams. He's still running his mouth. I told him, look in the mirror. He has zero self-respect, um, and he just laughed. He went on it's to say, shame. suck a, a dick. Um, he, he, he said, I hope your mother gets COVID and dies. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah, right. I mean, uh, my God. Yeah, as, league, as league commissioner, I might have to step in and give you the win. Talent evaluator. Yeah, talent evaluator, my ass. Of what? Yeah, ta- talent evaluator is Joe Flacco's going to the Hall of Fame. You know what Josh he is? Proctor for Ohio State's good. He's not. The Raiders are going undefeated. They're not. Brandon Rank is the kind of guy you find him out in L.A., um, and when those, you know, I guess those busty blondes from like Nebraska, Oklahoma, when they come in, they want to be a big star. He's the guy that says, oh, hey, how you doing? I'm a talent evaluator. Here's my card. And here he goes. He entraps them in this pornography ring where these, these women drug hey, themselves and starve themselves. I mean, he's that kind of talent evaluator. Damn, Brandon, is that true? Is that true? You sick. Well, I will say this. Yeah. Uh, although he thinks the Raiders are a very good football team, uh, he picked them to pick, make the playoffs last year. Uh, they did. <laughs> the Raiders, they they did. It, yeah. yeah. They did not. Uh, it says they're going undefeated this year. They're not. Uh, your good friend Sam Chaney, uh, Pete Lifts, yes. uh, says Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. Says Derek Carr is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. He, that's a serious take? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Him and Brandon fought all Monday night about that one. Oh, man. Um, he needs to, one, tune into the show a little more because he is absolutely – Wrong. Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins are the two most overrated quarterbacks in the entire NFL. There, there's no way around that. Um, and for everybody out there that knows I'm a Tom Brady hater, I'm a Tom Brady truther, I won't even say that. Like, I mean, Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins have gotten the most chances I've ever seen for teams that can't even finish above 500 most years. I don't, I don't know if I'd completely disagree with Sam Chaney there. Uh, I think Derek Carr is... Pretty good. I think he's better than average. Um, I don't know if I'd call him better than Baker Mayfield no. again. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Baker has so much talent around him. Um, but I feel if you put him in a, in a Raiders uniform, I think the Raiders are a better team because of it. Um, and I don't think the Browns would be as good with Derek Carr. But I don't know. Now I'm kind of I'm considering it. I, I I'm kind of a Derek Carr guy. Um, I would go to bat for Derek Carr. But I don't know if I call him better than Baker. Who knows? I you can't. You just can't. Uh, he's underperformed every year. Cooley threw for four thousand yards last year. Did they make the playoffs? No, they didn't. Did, did they have a winning record? That's true. I mean, you got to uh, give like I you mean, know Pete Lifts. Um, you know he does have a fitness account, but he that's because he's been doing steroids. Um, a lot of them, TRT, um, growth hormones. He's actually kind of 
Uh, but quite the problem there. Um, a little bit of like a cardiac arrest cocktail oh, he's no. got going on. He's got the powerhouse cutoffs. Oh, no. um, he just added, I think, two um, two half sleeves on both forearms mm. um, and then one neck tattoo. Respect. Um, he's Respect. met a girl named Kelsey. I heard he's getting teardrops. I don't know. He's got, he's got so like, you know, those lips. It's like a little kissy yeah. face and then Kelsey and script lettering. Um, right under that. So good for, good for Sam Chaney. Did he get the heart in his hair like Drake did when he dropped Certified Lover Boy? He did not. Okay. No, okay. he did That's, not. I, was just, I just needed to make sure. Because if he did, then we needed to make sure he's okay. Yeah. Uh, but back to the, the matter of topic. Monday Night Football game was electric because it was two teams that are uh, going to perform well below what they were expected to this year in the Ravens and the Raiders. What did you think last night? Yeah, um, I'll tell you, I'll be honest, I didn't watch a lick, um, didn't care to, and I, here's why. I'll tell you, I, I didn't even, the first quarter wasn't even over before I went to bed. I could already I, tell I you. I don't care. I could have told you what happens in the game. Um, the Ravens are in big, 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 big trouble. Um, and by the way, Lamar Jackson, holy shit. Um, holy shit that you can play. Oh, dude, he's um, so good. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not a Lamar hater by any means, but they just don't have anything around him right now, and I don't believe in him at all. Um, I think you can scheme Skiing them out of a ball game, especially after losing Marcus Peters. Um, they're in big, big trouble. I don't expect much out of the Ravens this year, especially against a team like the Raiders who are just going to pass down your throats because um, they can come back on you like that. So that's why I don't discount the Raiders because I know they can come back. But who knows? Maybe they'll make the playoffs in the same division as the Chiefs um, and the Chargers and the Broncos. That's not a tough division by any means. So who knows? Maybe the Raiders are... Uh, uh, maybe a cakewalk to the division championship. Uh, I mean, th- for some reason though, they give the rate the oh, I'm sorry, the Raiders give the Chiefs their biggest <laughs> fits every year. It, it's wild. Uh, Darren Waller, 19 targets last night. I believe he had 10 or 11 catches. Um, bust, I mean, they kind of bu- like busted coverage from the Ravens. It's how the Raiders won the game last night. Um, yeah, Lamar tried to do too much. From what I saw this morning, from listening, watching back, and you know, I'm somebody whose bedtime is I'm usually in bed by nine o'clock. That's why we're recording this one, you know, as of now, we're, we're nearing the end of this episode and it's 6.40, 6.50 at night. I'm going to eat dinner after this and then start getting ready for bed. Um, but I do a lot of my stuff in the morning when I watch and listen to things and Lamar just tried to do too much. And I think part of that is because you've lost three running backs in two and a half weeks due to ACL and Achilles injuries. You lose Marcus Peters, who's one of your top corners opposite of Marlon Humphrey. Um, it, it's It's tough for them, but... You, if you make a passing downs, the wide receivers they have, Marquise Hollywood Brown. I've never been a believer in him since he came out of a Boomer Sooner. Apparently, they uh, one of the listeners in the ball pit said they have like the most NFL talent. I don't know what he's talking about. Um, no, extremely underwhelming. I just they don't have receivers. It's Mark Andrews or Lamar Jackson. That's it. Um, so we'll we will see what happens there. But as of now, yeah, are you afraid? Are are the Ravens a playoff team or not? No, they're not a playoff team. Um, you know, they're the same division as, again, Browns and the Steelers um, and the Bengals. I think the Bengals could get one on the Ravens. I think the Steelers could get one on the Ravens. Um, and I think the Browns could get one or two on the Ravens. Um, same with the Steelers. I think they go for two. Go for two. Um, not the Bengals, though. I don't think the Bengals will go for two on the Ravens. Ravens, I'll give you 9-8 this year. Yeah, Harbaugh's still their coach, the better Harbaugh. The other Harbaugh is an absolute travesty as a football coach and is at Michigan stealing money from them. Uh, but, hey, as Ohio State fans, I'll take it because it's just uh, it's like another bye week for us. But, um, all right, let's uh, talk about our last game before we start moving to week two. Um, I don't know. You want to start with this? I mean, you've, it sounds like you don't want to talk about our Browns and Chiefs. 
Yeah, I mean, it was a really awesome game. Um, just kind of had that, you know, that feeling in the pit of your stomach the whole time. It's Patrick Mahomes. Dude's incredible. Um, and, you know. He's incredible. But the, Four can mistakes. You, it's, can you, know, you not agree that the Chiefs are one of the luckiest teams in the NFL? I don't even know if you would call it luck because they didn't make a single mistake. They didn't make one mistake. That throw to Tyree Kill, though. If any other quarterback in the league throws that ball to any other wide receiver, it's not caught. Or and or picked off. Yeah, I I haven't really watched that play back. Like I don't know. I know I'm not I'm not an NFL um, DB. I'm not an NFL safety that can even um, think about covering Tyree Kill. So I I don't know what to tell you there. Uh, did look like broken coverage. Kind of looked like he could turn around um, and caught the ball. But it, it comes down to the Nick Chubb fumble. Comes down to the. Um, I think Jimmy Gillian kind of called a fake punt on his own there. Um, <laughs> he was like, I'm just, I'm running over this team. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it sucked. Baker again, like, I'm not going to blame him that much, but shouldn't have thrown that pick. Um, could have thrown it away earlier, could have taken the sack, whatever. Um, you know, if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. You can look at that play until you're blue in the face, but it's time to move on. Um, you played the Chiefs great. It looks like we have some real effing talent on that team, and Baker looked really, really accurate. Um, looks like he's matured a shit ton. People bring up his record, whatever. Um, he had Hugh Jackson. He had Freddie Kitchens. Yeah. This is his second year. Just like, come on, relax. Use your brain here. You know, how long have Brown fans just been miserable, have had no quarterback, and there are still fans that want to nit- nitpick Baker Mayfield. It's like he brought us back to the playoffs. He's brought us back to a point where we have this championship contending team layoff. It, enjoy it while it lasts. Like, we're not going to have this. It's a sad game to lose, but I don't know. I just hate when people let their emotions come to get the best of them. Whatever, you know, everyone would have loved to win that game, but Pat Mahomes... They lost to um, Tom Brady in the AFC Championship before they went on to win Super Bowls. We lost to Pat Mahomes last year. Um, we lost to him week one. You know, Rome wasn't built in one day, yada, yada, yada. Like, it takes time, but we're all right. We're fine. I mean, I listen, I picked the Chiefs to win last week. Um, did I want the Browns to win? Absolutely, I'm a Browns fan. But did I think we had a really good shot? Absolutely. The offense in the first half, the play calling was terrific. Baker Mayfield, that was probably the best half of football he's ever played in the NFL. It, it was amazing. And to be honest, the Chiefs didn't beat us. The Browns beat themselves. But I believe the Browns get more out of this than than they would have winning. Because I believe this puts another chip on their shoulder going back there. Because ultimately, you know you're going to play them again in January. And that's what I've said all along. The, the, these two teams are on a, on a map right now. They're going to meet each other again for a chance to either go to the AFC Championship or go to the Super Bowl. And if you're the Browns, you now know what that stadium's like with the crowd. Let's not forget last year when they went, there was only 16,000 people. Uh, it was a sold-out crowd. Um, you could tell if you were watching the game on TV, the, the, the camera was shaking during the game. That is um, undoubtedly between that and probably Seattle, the two hardest stadiums to play in when it's at full capacity. I, I love what I saw from the Browns. Keep in mind, they have eight new players in the defense that are starting. You also have JOK, who's a rookie, who didn't get a whole lot of run. Greg Newsom only got targeted one time, I believe, in 22 pass coverages, or 22 pass snap coverages. Anybody that's hating on Baker Mayfield, though, you're a moron. You just look bad at this point. The kid is 24 and 23. He had Hugh Jackson, you know, the orchestrator of 1 and 31. 
Then he had Greg Williams, mm. you know, a guy who has uh, who had a bounty in place for another team. Then you had Freddie Kitchens. Mm. Freddie Kitchens, I don't even know if he knew he was coaching an NFL team. I think he thought he was in Alabama still coaching a high school team or something. I mean, if you got those minds all together in one room, um, how like how quickly they could end world conflict, world hunger. I mean, that's some of the brightest minds I've ever come across in my whole entire life. I think they're only missing Pat Sherman. Um, so, you know, when you, when you, um, you know, sometimes I've, I've studied education. There's a lot of times we um, unfairly measure people on tests that are not fit for them yeah. um, to tests that are not um, unfair to them. So I love when people compare, um, oh, like, remember, like, Baker did this, this, and that um, in the previous era. That's a really good test, a really great mold. Um, to fit somebody in, um, just seeing how awful those systems were. Um, so it's, again, more individual blaming. Uh, it's what we do best as a society. We appoint individuals in jail. Blame, blame, blame. You see it with Trump. You see it with Biden. You see it with whoever. Um, in any situation you want, you point at the individual. And, yeah, sometimes the individual do suck. People are yeah. morons. People are idiots. Um, and maybe the system's great. And maybe it's that individual. you got to get that individual out. But clearly... The problem wasn't Baker Mayfield with Hugh Jackson. It wasn't with Greg Williams. It wasn't. It was the system. It was, it was the play calling, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> right, and now you have him with someone who's very, very competent. And who I thought showed a lot of maturity um, in Kevin Stefanski with how he was calling plays, where last year he was like, yeah, I can fucking dominate you, so let's score in two minutes. Let's score yeah. in three minutes. And you can't be doing that. Um, you can't be doing that in the NFL because you leave them way too much time. Especially against the team we just played. Yeah, we saw that, it with the Cowboys. That, we saw it with the Titans. Um, we just, unfortunately, we had to see it. Um, and that really, that's like the first one we haven't been able to hold on to. Yeah. But you're um, going against the team that has now run the AFC for two straight years. Three, pretty much, if D4 just remembers how to play football and doesn't trump offsides against the Patriots. Right. I mean, in all honesty, you're one snap away from the Chiefs being... Th- three-time AFC champions in a row. I mean, th- this is the team you're going to have to go through. So to your point, I mean, this is th- there's a reason they didn't stop them because they're the best team in the AFC, and some people still think they're the best team in all football. Yeah. Um, again, one to like one game to already be like throwing anything out. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, what are we doing? Just enjoy it. They, they looked phenomenal wow. in the first half. What a heartbreaking loss. Yeah, it sucks. Um you know, I, I loved, again, Kevin Stefanski was like, yep, we played the 1-0 um, Texans yeah. next week. Yep. So, um, you know, I think they touched on that on uh, ESPN 850 today. So I'll give them their credit. Um, I didn't hear that myself. But, I mean, full faith in the team. Take the Browns cover against the Texans, and I think that's really all that has to be said. Yeah. Um, they played the Tech. Listen, their next three games are extremely winnable. They played the Texans, the Bears, the Vikings. Uh, there's no reason that team should not be 3-1 and one after their four uh, games. And if we're not three and one, then I yeah I I think I would be a little. Um, it, it depends how. I would question it, it, yeah. it, if it's if it's on the defense, then it's the same old story. Now if the offense just shows up one day and they score six seven points and that's it, well, because none of these teams have a defense I'm worried about. I mean, at that point though, like you gotta expect something. Out of the de- I mean, I the agree. defense did look great. I I and I think putting after the quarterback more, but again, first time this is our first time as a unit exactly. together. Um, the Browns looked awesome. I'm excited for the rest of the season. Um, and, yeah, you're, you're going to get your heart broken. Um, if, you, if you've if you never loved, you'll never live. Um, so, hey, um, 
My heart is broken, yeah. But it's not broken into pieces. We're I love fine. the Cleveland Browns. Um, we're going to go kick the shit out of the Texans, no doubt. Terod Taylor comes to town. Uh, if you made it this far, thanks for sticking with us. If you haven't already, like and leave us a comment review. Good review, five-star review, or one-star review if you think Sam and I suck. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, in uh, Spotify or Apple. If you haven't yet, subscribe to us on YouTube. Cover your balls. Uh, follow us on Twitter at CYB pod and you can follow Sam, myself and Gianni. All of our handles are in the Twitter bio. Um, we'll be pretty active on there, but as we move towards the end of this podcast, something I do ask those, if, if you are going to say, um, you guys suck, you have to leave, um, at least uh, a critique as to yes. why, yeah. um, you know, a lot of people are just saying, not hey, Brandon Ranky though, not Brandon, Brandon Ranky doesn't deserve to leave a critique because his takes are just absolutely horrendous. He's a talent evaluator. Talent evaluator. So. Yeah. Um, well, I'd like I'd like him to evaluate our talent, right? Yeah, because I don't think any we have some extreme talent on the set. But as we you know wrap up that and recapping week one, give me your biggest takeaway from week one. Who was the biggest surprise? Biggest, I mean, it's definitely the Packers Saints. Um, I mean, Jameis Winston is playing like confident ball. I guess I mean it was cool. Um, it was cool to see the Saints do that. It was cool to see Jameis Winston to have um, success and a really well coached. Um, offense really well fo- coached football team, but I got to go um, Packers Saints. Biggest disappointment? Um, biggest disappointment. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you got to go. You got to go Jaguars. I mean, the biggest disappointment in my life was not being the Chiefs uh, because I was so excited. I was really because when I was coming to terms like with like uh oh, like Nick Chubb fumbled at that point, I was like oh f. And then freaking Jamie Gillian. Um, once that happened, I was like, ah, oh, no. Like, yeah. I knew it. Yeah. Um, and I just really wanted to see my life, um, what my life would have been if the Browns won that football game. And I kept on thinking that. I was like, I want, like, uh, if the Cavs never won the championship, like, my life would be a whole lot differently. <laughs> I would have I would have went home really sad that night. Um, like, what I did after that, I wouldn't have done. Like, all those little micro like uh, micro decisions or micro actions that you know compile up and then eventually that turn they turn into what you have in life and it's like really I think beautiful people if you like to get deep um, and you like think about it like one small thing is gonna impact your whole entire life and if the Cavs never won like I'd have a different life and I just wanted to see um, I would have gotten hammered I don't know what I would have done but I would have had a lot more fun um, than I did on Sunday night but biggest disappointment. Urban Meyer yeah. um, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Awful. I'm going to say for me quickly, my biggest disappointment, uh, Tennessee Titans and Buffalo Bills. Uh, they both tie uh, two playoff teams that looked absolutely abysmal in week one. Uh, Titans did not look like a playoff team. Listen, I know the Bills played the Steelers, who was a tremendous off or tremendous defense. Excuse me. Their offense is absolutely way below average. Uh, but those are my two biggest disappointments. My biggest takeaway, though, um, if I'm going to overreact and say, you know, team, I'm um, High on blah blah blah, this, that whatever. Yeah, like a dark horse. The Denver Broncos. Um, okay. I mean, I, I the Rams were too much of an obvious answer. The Denver Broncos, to me, they have the defense still with Von Miller there. Um, they, they just have enough playmakers. They uh, drafted PS two Patrick Sertain the second. They they have a lot of playmakers over there. I think that, like I said, if Teddy Bridgewater takes care of the ball, that's a team that can be successful. Um, so with that, that is week one of the NFL season. So quickly. This will usually be a two-part podcast, but Sam and I are just going to run through week two and just give you our picks right now. Uh, Gianni is out. This will be quick. Afterwards, 
Uh, we do reserve the rights to change our picks before kickoff of the Thursday night game and then before kickoff on Sunday starting at 1 o'clock. We will tweet out the picks once again on our Twitter page at CYB Pod. Uh, but with that being said, Sam, we'll start Thursday night. Toilet Bowl once again, New York Giants at Washington football team. Well, here, why don't we do this? Um, we'll just do um, we'll do the spreads, and then we, we can tweet it out later, whatever, um, just the picks to the game. Spread is Washington three and a half points. Yep, yep. and let me put on some. All right, perfect. All right, Mitch, you got the uh, Giants versus the Washington football team. Uh, Washington football team uh, favored by three and a half points. Who are you going with there? Oh, I'm going Washington all day. Taylor Heineke's already been in the playoffs. Uh, Washington defense still good. And last time I checked, Danny Dimes is still the quarterback, which means he's guaranteed to fumble. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm going with the Giants there. I'm going to fade. Giants plus three and a half. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. Um, Bills minus three and a half versus the Dolphins. Uh, Bills are going to bounce back. That game is in Miami. You can expect good weather there. Give me the Bills covering three and a half points. Yeah, uh, give me the Bills there. I think they're going to absolutely destroy the Dolphins um, by eight. Bills by eight. We got uh, Bengals plus three versus the Chicago Bears in Chicago. This is a tough one. This this is a tough one here. Um, As far as I know, Andy Dalton's still the quarterback. Give me the Bengals on the road plus three. I trust Joe Burrow right now. Yeah, Bengals money line is actually my lock of the week. Um, love Joe Burrow. I don't think the Bears' defense um, was anything really suffice to put up a good fight. Not going to a lot of lo- little annoying for me. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that out there. If you are <laughs> listening, we can put some other music on here that we don't have to hold by your uh, your thing. Keep going though. We're Keep riffing. Going We're riffing. Um, yeah. So uh, Bengals money night is plus one twenty three. Um, over under forty four and a half. That game, I would consider. Um, actually, I wouldn't consider it. And I changed my mortal lock. Folks, why don't you look at this over 44 and a half? The over under 44 and a half. Why don't you look at it right in the butthole um, and just start loving it. Start licking it. Take the over at 44 and a half. That's my mortal lock. Um, I plan on actually maybe starting a column soon. Um, yeah. I'm going to call a column. I'm making this column just so I can risk... Uh, I'm saying I'm going to eat my column if this bet doesn't hit. Uh, it's a lengthy title. I'm working on it, but whatever. Um, so, uh, motor lock over uh, 44 and a half. Anyways, uh, Broncos versus Jaguars. This is going to be a great yeah, game, Mitch. Um, Sunday at 1 p.m. What are you doing? I'm watching the Browns. Um, but Broncos minus six in Jacksonville? All day. All day, every day, twice In Jacksonville, yeah, All though. day, every day, twice on Sunday. Urban Meyer, the in coach. Jacksonville. Urban Meyer, the coach. Yeah. Oh, it's Urban Meyer. Yeah, oh, yeah. Urban Meyer's the coach. Trevor Lawrence still there? No, wait, but hear this. Hear this. What if they break out something like the Panthers did? Um, no. And they released that. I don't know if they've been where they got that Panther from um, that was jumping off the goalpost. It was a real Panther, um, by the way. People were, he was actually there. Um, unbelievable. Yeah, you got to go with the Broncos minus six. Um, and here we go. Our Cleveland Browns versus the Houston Texans minus 12 and a half right now. Browns money line. Give me the Browns money line all day. Okay. I, I cannot say 12 and a half. I don't know yet. I don't know. It's too hard for me to say. So Mitch is risking uh, 670 to win 100 bucks tonight. Honestly, Mitch, I don't even know if I'd call that a dumb bet. 
Um, I don't think there's a chance that David Cauley. Um, and there you go, folks. I did learn who David Cauley was the coach of, um, the Houston Texans. I don't think there's a shot that David Cauley leads the Houston Texans into Cleveland. Um, you know what? Just bet a, bet a million. Um, bet a million the on the house, Browns the money mortgage. line. Um, and then bet another $2 million on the spread. Um, and sprinkle that under, folks. Sprinkle that under. Yeah, I said it. Um, LA Rams minus four versus the Colts. This is a ridiculous line. Um, we, we, we just saw this game last Sunday. We just saw this game. Yeah, that's why it's my moral lock of the week. Yeah. The moral lock of the week. Uh, Rams. That, 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 I mean, that's, that's free money. Four points. You know, Vegas does this a few times early on in the season where they're like, no, we love the Colts. No, the Colts are good. No, Vegas. Not. Carson Wentz stinks. He stinks. Stinks up the joint. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's an easy one right there. Oh, my. Yeah, and you know what? Just because of that, Colts money line. Um, take the Colts money line, <laughs> sprinkle it. But I would say minus four is probably a safer bet. Uh, here we go. Stillers. Here we go. Pittsburgh going to the... Toilet Bowl? They've got the Raiders at home 1 p.m. minus five and a half. I like Pittsburgh in that game. Uh, typically, the Las Vegas Raiders do not play well on the East Coast. Yes, I know they beat the Browns last year. Uh, it was also because they played in a damn hurricane slash blizzard uh, slash whatever other element you want to put out there. Uh, give me the Steelers, though. I think Steelers move to 2 and I would take down uh, Spider 2 Y Banana Genius. Yeah, I'm taking the Raiders plus five and a half here. I'm taking also, I'm going to take the Las Vegas Raiders money line um, at plus 190. I don't think they're going to go undefeated, but I think that the Raiders, look, Big Ben can't throw it five yards. Um, he can't throw it five yards. I don't know what else to say. Um, Patriots versus Jets, lot 1 p.m. games. Jeez, what a, what a travesty uh, this game is. Minus six. Patriots over the Jets, minus six. Uh, Pats all day. I got minus five and a half on mine. I don't know. You're on, you're on the uh, Barstool. Uh, sportsbook. Yeah, I couldn't find my login to my offshore account, but um, yeah, plus six. I'm going with the Jets plus six here. Um, I don't know why. I think they're going to cover. I think they're going to cover. You know what? I'm feeling the I'm feeling the dogs this week. Why don't you sprinkle the Jets money line? Alright, fair enough. I'm taking the Patriots, though. Uh, right. how, about, how about we just move a little uh, west of there and go to Philly? Where okay. the uh, Niners come into town to take on the Eagles battle of one and zero teams. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what. Give me the give me the Niners. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Eagles looked great. Um, they looked phenomenal. And then the Lions kind of fizzled out, or the Niners kind of fizzled out against the Lions. But again, they were up by a hundred. Um, this is one of those games where like, ooh, Philly looks really good. Yeah, against the Falcons, <laughs> um, who possibly maybe will win four games, maybe. Depends uh, which Arthur's coaching. Yeah, Arthur Smith, Arthur Blank. I don't care who you are. To hell with Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, uh, give me the Niners. Yeah, I think go you, Niners. E- Eagles, I think, are going to get put back to reality there. Um, Sorry, Steve. How about Famous Jameis? Are you taking him minus three and a half on the road in Carolina? Um, You know, this game's really interesting. I don't know what you're going to get. Um. I think that the Panthers plus three and a half is probably the safer bet, um, considering you you don't know what you're gonna get out of the Panthers. You don't know what you're gonna get out of Nola. Um, but what I do like is I love the Panthers defense a whole lot more than I like um, Green Bay's take plus three and a half over the Saints. Yeah, the Saints. I got the Saints minus yeah. three and a half. Yeah. 
what else we got here? We got Vikings at the Cardinals. Yeah, um, I'll take minus five of the Cardinals all day long. Um, I'm going to keep on riding the Cardinals until they buck me off um, like your mother. And you got you got D-Hop. You got Christian Kirk. You got Rondale Moore. Um, they've got more receiving talent um, than the... The Vikings have quarterbacks and they have DBs. Um, the Cardinals defense looked really, really good. And if you're playing Kirk Cousins yeah. and whatever that offense is, take the minus five. I heard Brandon Ranke says he likes Kirk Cousins win MVP. That's the talent evaluator he is. Okay. Uh, wrapping things up here, we got the Falcons at the Buccaneers. We don't even need to talk about this one. Uh, yeah, but, uh, we'll go total team over for the Buccaneers. That would be a good pick. Okay, I like it then. We'll, we'll say that. Uh, Buccaneers roll in that one. Cowboys at Chargers, 425 on CBS. This is the uh, Jim Nance-Tony Romo game. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, what do you got there? I like Cowboys. I do. I, I like the Cowboys. I think their offense is going to be too much for the Chargers. Yeah, I was um, going to say. Chargers well, underwhelmed me. Cowboys impressed me going against a better opponent. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that, Jim. I got the Chargers, and I'll tell you why. Um, there's a guy, and I don't know if he's been given the official name. I'm not, I'm not sure if he's in the family um, of Baby Bronze. But Darwin James, Derwin James, he's a Baby Bron. Um, that dude's incredible. He's, oh, he's stud. Um, best DB in the league. Um, I won't second guesses. Take the Chargers. Um, take the money line. Take them up, parlay it with something else. That minus three, I don't know. Um, I actually like the, the Cowboys to cover that game, but I like the Chargers to win. All right, all right. Uh, the Titans and Seahawks in Seattle. We uh, expect a game bounce back game from Tennessee, or do we think Seattle moves to a no? Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll take that over 53 and a half. I like that. I don't think the Seahawks defense is as good um, as we think they're going to be because, again, they played Carson Wentz and the Colts. Um <laughs> I, I don't Is know. Carson Wentz good? I haven't been able to tell throughout this episode. I don't know what else to say um, to anyone out there in the universe. Carson Wentz is not good. I'm going to say that all night long. We need that energy out there. Forget about Carson Wentz, people. Let's move on. Um, we Sam Ellinger time. Be... Sam Ellinger time in yes. Indiana, yes. Indianapolis. Horns down. Horns up. Oh, okay. Uh, Sunday Night Football. Boy, oh boy, do the Ravens get a tough draw. Going to Vegas in their first time opener and, you know, Moosin's moving, and now they come home and face the Chiefs. Chiefs are only three-and-a-half-point favorites on the roads, though. How do you think think Baltimore has a shot here or not? Because I don't. I, I like Chiefs minus three-and-a-half. I think it's a little upsetting um, to watch what the Ravens did and then, like, um, give them plus four line. I think this line's going to move up to at least, like, minus five-and-a-half, six. Yeah, probably. Um, so what I would do, um, for those of you at home, I'd, I'd do two units on Chiefs cover that would come back on Sunday um, probably Sunday at 425 to be honest with you I would sprinkle one unit on Ravens cover when it goes up to maybe six and a half even seven and who knows maybe we'll get a double win um, I'm all about those double wins yes 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 uh, but yeah Chiefs and then the Monday Night Football game I think this is going to be very very ugly for the Detroit Lions Packers ten and a half point favorites home opener at Lambeau um, I'm more intrigued to see how the crowd reacts to Aaron Rodgers after the uh, saga we saw this offseason. Not so much the football that's going to be played. Um, more so hoping to see Aaron Jones gets his head out of his ass and can run the football. Um, I like Packers. I think they cover. Uh, actually, no. No. Dan Campbell's head coach still after one week. 
Backdoor cover Detroit Lions plus 10 and a half. They're going to do it two weeks in a row. Yeah, this is actually my, um, if this doesn't hit, I'm joining the circus game of the week. I'm going Green Bay Packers minus 10 and a half. Um, I think the Lions are unfortunately in for a very rude awakening. I wouldn't shock um, me When they get to Green Bay. So thoughts and prayers to the Lions. They may lose by 25. They may lose their kneecaps. I know they like to bite kneecaps. They may lose theirs. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. And we will be back next week for episode 64, potentially live, potentially live. Uh, we're looking to try to do one live show. We will have one show a week, whether it's live or off air like this one is. We're, uh, we're restructuring like the yeah, Buckeyes. Restructuring, yeah, restructuring. Uh, it wasn't how we expected to. The defensive coordinator lied to us. Um, but other than that, Sam, anything else before we hit the post and get out of here? Uh, you know what, Mitch? I think that's it for me. Um, let me just go over real quick. And here's my real, um, just one more uh, few picks for you. Let's go Giants, Washington football team under 41. Browns minus 12 and a half versus the Texans. Rams minus four versus the Colts. Um, Pats, Jets under 43. Well, you heard it here first. That is our uh, sports better, Sam, who's on a hot streak right now. Knock on the wood. That's why I'm knocking on the desk right now. But... You're going to have to come back and cover your balls with us again next week and either tell us how right we were or tell us how wrong we were. And I'll give you a hint. It's going to be the first option in game yep. because uh, we no don't ladder. We, we, there's no ladder involved. Now, if you want talent, do not go to Brandon Ranky. You come back here. We'll cover your balls for your talent, whether Wolf. they're male or female, and then we'll cover your balls for the NFL. Maybe college football, if there's anything interesting If you want to take on. advantage of young, vulnerable women, then do go to Brandon Ranky, um, talent evaluator. Jeez. I mean, he's got a... He's not quitting his job. I mean, he's been he's been caught. This is what happens when you've been caught. You know, Jim Tressel, you resign. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, thank you for listening to episode 63 of Cover Your Balls, our first overreaction episode of week one of the NFL season. Make I mean, sure you I- like, subscribe, rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at CYB Pod. And follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube at Cover Your Balls. And big news coming in our episode next week. Our first sponsor of Cover Your Balls will be announced. Excited to partner with them for our first official sponsor of the show. Be on the lookout. He's Sam Summers. I'm Mitch Bala. We'll see you when we see you. Later.